You're listening to the show that teaches you how to maximize your mindset, to maximize your life in all aspects, from health to wealth to relationships and more, so that you can live your life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Personality Driven Performance Podcast. Your transformation starts now. All right, what is up everyone? Coach Jen here. Welcome back to episode number three. Super excited about this one because it is the topic on my mind today specifically. And if you are tuning in, you know it is uh, January 1st right now because I always, I always record these on Sunday, the day before. I put them live on Monday. And so it's January 1st. So happy new year. I hope that everybody had a great Christmas. I hope that we had a safe and fun new year. And if you're like me, you're also somebody who's going to sit down and plan out your new year, which is going to be amazing, right? We cannot um, expect you know change unless we actually make changes. So nothing changes if nothing changes. And this year we're making changes, right? I will say when it comes to change, it requires action and commitment. So while you can say I'm committed, you need action to go with it. And while you have action, right, you need to be committed to follow through with that action like consistently. So that being said, nothing changes if nothing changes and action and commitment are going to be best friends in order to make those changes, right? So awesome. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about the law of specificity. And why did I choose this today? Well, many different reasons, I would say. But this day, I actually am kind of like in between training programs with my fitness coach. So I do have a fitness coach as well, too. And uh, we are working on physique goals, right? And so over the summer, um, actually, let's start in 2021. In 2021, I was growing my business and I was super busy. And being that I was super busy, I found that during my workday, when I would take a break to go in and work out in the afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time it was, usually in the afternoon, because that's my preferred time to train, or it was at the time, I would go into the gym um, that my friend owned, because I could go in there anytime I wanted and do a workout during the non-busy hours, hence also the afternoon time as well, too. And I would have my phone on me. And um, because I had my phone on me, you know, listening to music or following along with my workout, what have you, I would respond to messages. I would respond to messages from my clients. I would uh, be texting my uh, staff members on my team. I would be responding to Instagram messages. I would be doing little tasks between sets because I had this sense of urgency that I had to get it done um, ASAP in order to you know, keep the business moving forward, right? And so this left me like distracted and I was getting poor quality workouts in. So I decided that I need some more accountability, that I was going to start showing up to somebody in order to, you know, get my workouts done more effectively, right? Instead of wasting my time um, half-assing my workouts, I was actually going to do something that was going to make me get better workouts, which is showing up to a coach. So at this time too, I was also like more curious as well about like Olympic lifting um, and CrossFit. And so I thought it would be really cool to learn that because I'm somebody who always likes to learn new things. And so I ended up going to a CrossFit gym and this CrossFit gym was great. 
I ended up learning how to Olympic lift, which is amazing. And then I ended up moving. So after four months of CrossFit, Olympic lifting, all that, I ended up moving and I didn't do CrossFit for quite a while. Move up to Minneapolis from Texas because I moved from Ohio to Texas, moved to Minneapolis. And that is whenever I started doing CrossFit again. I was just like, you know what? I have been training for strength, um, which is really cool. I actually want to start training for Olympic lifting again, just because I thought it was fun. So I get a membership to Lifetime and I use their alpha classes, uh, which involves a lot of Olympic lifting, metcons and workouts of the day, et cetera. Um, the classes that I went to were progressively overloading over time, which is cool because sometimes some CrossFit places don't actually do that. And that's something that I look for. I want them to actually use progressive overload over the course of time that I'm working in their classes. Same with my old one back in Columbus, Ohio. They did it as well too. I was doing these CrossFit classes and I decided, okay, like I've gotten stronger, something has changed and I actually want to aim for a physique goal. Like I want to start cutting. I want to reveal a certain shape. I want a specific physique. So I reached out and hired a coach. And upon chatting with this coach, I was like, yeah, I really like the classes that I'm doing, et cetera. And he was like, well, we want you to work out a max of four days per week. So you're working out five days a week right now. And that's going to change. And I was like, damn. <laughs> and then they're like, and um, we are also going to take out the classes that you're doing. I was like, okay, can I keep at least one? <laughs> you know? And he was like, well, we can do that. I can program if you tell me what's happening in those classes. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. I'll tell you, I'm going to go to the classes that do pull-ups. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and so that's what happened. But yeah, we did change the programming that I was doing. That being said, I am a fitness coach who does mostly strength training with her clients, um, doesn't rely on a ton of cardio with her clients, doesn't program a lot of endurance protocols in terms of cardio. I also don't do a lot of Metcons with our clients. Every now and then we'll put Metcons in the workouts. We are mostly a strength training community and program with our clients. And the reason for this is, is because of the law of specificity. So the law of specificity states that the protocols that you have in place, the training that you do in order to reach a goal should mimic the action and skills that will be needed in that goal, that objective that you've set out. The reason that we took this out of my programming, we took the Olympic lifting out of my programming is because take a look at the purpose of CrossFit. Like you can even take a look at the inventor, the founder of CrossFit and what he said as to why he put it together and the way that he did, that it was to improve one's overall fitness, to train the body, to achieve the maximum possible level of physical fitness. And it wasn't physical fitness in terms of what you look like. It's physical fitness in terms of your performance and what you can do. Taking some aspects of endurance, some aspects of power, some aspects of traditional strength training exercises such as bicep curls, and also other aspects such as Olympic lifting, etc., and putting them together so that you could have a variety of skills that you could perform. So that being said, when it comes to CrossFit is really just to make you a versatile individual. And we took that out of my programming because 
my goal was not to become a versatile individual. My goal was to become a specific look, right? And so it didn't make sense if we think about the law of specificity, it didn't make sense for me to train in a manner that didn't align with the goal, with the objective that I set out for, right? And what we did instead is we replaced those workouts with workouts that were built around hypertrophy or workouts that were built to um, push nutrients a certain way to get the metabolic effect that I wanted it to have to either utilize more carbs or burn more fats or, you know, increase my metabolism, etc. You can put a training program together a very specific way to get an outcome that you want, right? And we wanted the outcome of less fat, more muscle. Less fat, retain the muscle that I already have right now as like the foundation that I already have. It's really kind of hard to put on muscle in a calorie deficit. It can be done, but we at least wanted less fat look a certain way. And so the best program that is out there that does this is actually going to be bodybuilding. And if we take a look at the definition of bodybuilding and the reason that it was designed, it's a regimen of exercises designed to enhance the human body's muscular development and promote general health and fitness. And if we take a look you know, instead at the term bodybuilding and that sport and that style of training and that category of fitness and exercise and training overall, what we see is the purpose for it was that it was to create and control, or it was progressive resistance exercise created to control and develop one's muscle building using muscle hypertrophy for aesthetic purposes. It focuses on physical appearance instead of strength right? It's not a performance-based goal. It's an appearance-based goal. And my personal goal was to look a specific way. And so law of specificity, going back to this, states that the training should mimic the action and skills that will be needed in the goal that you have set in front of you. And so if we were to be the most effective that we can in terms of helping me reach my goals, we will utilize the protocols necessary that are going to most closely resemble the goal that I have, which means that we're going to use bodybuilding protocols. We're not going to be doing Olympic lifts because that's more performance-based than it would be to do strict lateral raises or bicep curls or quad extensions, leg extensions for the quads, etc. And keep in mind, the best way to get stronger and more efficient at a particular goal is to train that particular movement right? To train that particular way. So if I wanted to get better at Olympic lifting, get better at CrossFit, get better at, you know, running and then having to pick up heavy weights, I would do CrossFit. If I wanted to get better at being flexible, I would stretch more. If I wanted to get better at having um, a balanced body and more symmetry in terms of mobility and strength and flexibility, things like that, I would do Pilates. If I wanted to get better at dancing, I would take dance classes. If I wanted to get better at math, I would practice my addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, etc., right? And so if I want to get better in terms of looking a certain way, having specific muscle tone, having leg tone, having glutes that look great, having a smaller waist, things like that, 
I will do the exercises, the training program that will give me those results, which is bodybuilding. It's literally in the words, bodybuilding, building it to be the way that you want it to be. Here's where I think a lot of people go wrong with this idea. A lot of people go wrong with this idea, and especially women, because I this is what I think. I think a lot of women, especially in their mid-30s to 40s now at this time, is that they think that bodybuilding is going to make them huge. Like it's going to bulk them up. Like they're going to look very masculine and manly, which is not necessarily true. I think they think this because bodybuilding became like a very popular sport, I believe probably in the 80s or so. And due to that, especially when women started stepping on the stage, they were kind of treated very similar to men. Like they were supposed to have a lot of muscle definition. They were supposed to have big arms, big backs, um, big chest, big legs, things like that. And most women don't want to look like that. It is a very masculine um, look that they create. But the truth is in order to get to that level of muscle, you have to be training super hard for a very long time. Like I help women all the time lose fat, build muscle. And I can tell you getting to that level is going to take a while. And there's also, you know, extra substance uses that go into that as well too. Anywho, so that being said, whenever I say bodybuilding, a lot of women get this negative connotation, this negative idea that bodybuilding is going to bulk them up, which it's really not, especially if you are somebody who is actually following a calorie deficit or staying at maintenance. The only time that you're really going to get bulky is whenever you're eating too much and you're lifting weights as well too. At that point, you're just in a calorie surplus and you're just putting on more mass. So if you feel that way, that you're getting bulky, you're most likely just in a calorie surplus. And so it's not helping you reach that goal of losing weight and losing fat. That being said, for any of the women out there that have the goal of losing weight, losing fat, looking a very specific way, the most effective and most efficient way is to use a training program that gets you to that point. Here, there's a lot of programs out there that will advertise that they are the best at getting you to these particular results that you're looking at. Again, I've mentioned a couple of these, which are CrossFit will definitely play upon this. They will definitely say that, you know, they're going to help you lose weight, etc. Um, that it's going to work for you, etc. Yes, it may. Um, F45 may be another one. Orange Theory may be another one. There's a lot of different fitness plans programs out there that will say they're the best. But if we take a look at it, what the best really is, is what's proven to be the best multiple times in a row. Think about the people who step on stage as bikini competitors, the ones that lose the fat and build the muscle and reveal this awesome physique, right? What are they doing? What are the people that are already successful at this goal that you want to achieve doing in order to reach this goal? Well, do you see them in Orange Theory? Probably not. Do you see them in F45? Probably not. Do you see them at CrossFit? Probably not. Do you see them in the weight room at the gym? Most definitely. Do you see them walking on the treadmill? Most definitely. Do you see them eating protein at every single meal? Most definitely. 
Do you see them weighing out their food, meal prepping, all of that? Most definitely. If you want to reach a goal effectively, you want to model success. Straying away from success is going to take more time on your part. It's going to leave you more frustrated. It's also going to keep you stuck for longer, right? Picking out that program is important, making sure that it aligns with the goals that you have. You want to, again, model success. We want to think about the people that are successful. We want to think about who they are, their identity, and what makes them successful as well. Not just the protocols. Sure, you can have the protocols. You can have the physique. You can have the protocols. But who are they as the person that commits to these protocols and commits to the goal and actually achieves them? Who is that person? You want to be the successful person that goes for it. So this brings about be, do, have, which is the principle that you must be the person who does the things to have what they want. Be the person who does the things to have what they want. Be the person. What is that identity the person has? What are their values? What are their principles that they live by that makes them successful? That makes them do the necessary steps with consistency to actually achieve the goals, to have what they desire. If you want to have more, you have to do more and you have to be more. Reverse order. We have to think about it that way. When it comes to your goals, you have to set the goal and then work backwards. Reverse engineer it. If you want to have more, you have to do more. You have to be more first. You have to be the person that does the things to have what you want. What type of person, what is that identity that they have? And how can you have that identity too? Can you have, create an identity for yourself that is in alignment with your values, with your principles? Can you establish new principles and new values for you to live by so that you can achieve these goals? So coming into this next year, taking the be, do, have principle is exactly what you need to do in order to reach your goals. You have goals right? That's the have. You have to put the right protocols in place and that's what you're going to do, but you have to be the person that is going to do the protocols to have what you want to achieve. Be, do, have, and it all starts with your mindset. And that's why we say on this team that it starts from the inside out. Every transformation is from the inside out and your thoughts create your actions, which create your results. Be, do, have. And even though a physical fitness transformation is on the outside as what you see, the transformation starts internally, starts on the inside. And it's really cool because something amazing about the team that we have here at Genwall Fitness and the Fit and Fulfilled team, what's really amazing is the clients that we have on this team, the women that we get to serve. I get to hear from them on a daily, weekly basis I am a coach to every single person on the team. I hear from every person on the team. They work with their coaches one-on-one. They also work with me in our team chat. It's really so cool to make connections with these women because I get to see the journey that they go on, that, that internal transformation, which is really freaking cool. How many times do we sit here and we self-loathe and we get frustrated and 
we don't like where we're at and we're stuck in our head, etc. And we are just so upset. And then to see them come out on the other end and they're excited and they're motivated and, and they're more driven than they've ever been and they have had they have more confidence than they've ever had, etc. And it's so freaking cool to see them go through this. And when they reach out to me and they tell me like, hey, thank you for your leadership. You have helped me so much. You've inspired me. And now they're taking those actions and now they feel more confident again in themselves and they're showing up differently. Their mindset is completely different than who than what it was when they first started. It's amazing to see all of this happen. It's so amazing from the bead you have. And they don't realize it most of the time. They don't realize it. They think they're just following through with the protocols. They're just doing the thing, right? And they reach their goal and they get what they want. They finally have it. But the bee, the bee is what's changing deep down inside. It's who they are that's changing. And it's really freaking cool to see. And sometimes we actually get women on the team who do have the right mindset. They already are like that identity, right? They're already that person who is confident. They're just struggling with what it is that they have to do, the protocols. And so they just need the right protocols. And they go through and they finally reach their goals. And some women, they're going through with protocols. They're doing all the things. But they're doing the things with a frustrated and negative mindset. Very pessimistic. Very self-doubting very insecure, very afraid. And that's really actually holding them back from achieving their results because they're working from a place of negative energy. They're working from a place of insecurity, a place of fear. And some people never have it. Like they just never have it because of that, because of the energy that they're working from, the mindset that they're working from, even though they're doing all the things, it actually does prevent people from actually reaching their goals. And finally, there's some people who have it they come onto the team, they actually look great. They look phenomenal. They're in really good shape, but their mindset isn't good. They don't see how great they are. And they're taking things to the extreme. They're pushing themselves even harder, being their own worst critic, etc. And they don't realize that they're actually holding themselves back mentally. Even though they look great, they're doing phenomenal. Externally, the inside is really what's like tearing them up. So we have to have, be, do, and have all in alignment with each other, all working together for the same goal. So that being said, be, do, have, take it into your next year along with specificity. These goals that you have that you set out for yourself, whether they be in your relationships, in your career, in your fitness, in your um, community service, Whatever it is, whatever these goals are, make sure that you're using specificity to go along with this too, especially with the be, do, have. If your goal is to go from one position in your company to another position, who is it that you have to be? What is it that they do? And what they do must be in alignment with who they are. Specificity. Be, do, have. Whatever it is that you're trying to do for your next goal, have for your next goal, be the person to do those things and do it with specificity. Practice the actions and the skills that are required to meet that goal, especially in the mindset, especially in the mindset. If you want to be a better leader or if you want to be a leader in general, you want to get that manager or director position, you have to be able to be a good leader. You have to be a good delegator. 
have to be a person willing to lead and delegate, not just tell somebody not what to do, not just try to do it all yourself and get all the credit, right? You have to be the person. You have to change your mindset to get these things done. So things that I am leaving in 2022 in order to achieve my goals this year are one, letting mistakes and non-wins get to me. I'm not saying failures because I don't think you fail until you absolutely quit. So any mistakes that I make or any non-wins, things that I don't consider helping me, I'm not going to let them get to me. That does happen. I'm very hypercritical of myself and those things can really get to me. I don't like making mistakes, my mindset and my abilities from that to take better actions moving forward. So we are leaving that behind. We are leaving that behind. We're going to, it's going to brush right off of us anytime that I make a mistake or I don't successfully achieve a small goal or objective on my journey to my big goal. It's in the past, we're moving on. Number two, I'm leaving non-conducive, non-productive words from my thoughts and my environment. I am not going to be listening or entertaining any conversations, any songs, any subjects, any books, anything at all that is going to take a toll on my mindset. Words are powerful. We have to speak words. We have to write out words. Like they are powerful. Everything is energy. And listening to lyrics about drug use and abuse, like, I don't want that filling my mind. I don't. Same thing with like my own thoughts, like negative thoughts. We're not having that. Again, they can leave. Uh, Self-criticism, I'm not taking that. Here's a big one. Most people don't think about this, but destructive terms to describe positive traits and characteristics, we are leaving that behind. I'm not saying you're crushing it. Why do we use the term crushing to describe something positive? It is a destructive term. Why not say you are excelling? You are achieving. You're doing a phenomenal job, right? We go out and we get drunk when we say, I'm getting wasted. I'm getting hammered, right? I'm leaving that in the past. Being very proactive to choose good words to describe my actions. And last but not least, the do-it-myself attitude. We are leaving that in the past That is no longer going to be here because I've always been known to be an independent woman, a strong woman, don't need anybody else. Okay, cool. But it's actually much better to be interdependent, to realize that I can benefit somebody else and they can benefit me and to work together to help each other get further. So this whole do-it-myself attitude is not going to be here anymore. It's going to be, I'm helping you, you're helping me, we're both winning, we're in this together. Things I am bringing to 2023 is full congruency. Aligning my actions with my thoughts, aligning my thoughts with my desires, aligning everything together, full congruency. We are bringing that into 2023. Second, journaling. We're bringing that every single day, journaling. And the reason for this is, is journaling is our thoughts, right? Everything is energy. Journaling is me getting my thoughts on paper. If I'm leaving the negative thoughts, I'm leaving those non-conducive, non-productive words out of my thoughts, out of my environment. That means we're only writing down positive stuff for the day, right? We're only writing down positive words and that's going to bring more positivity and more positive focus into my life, right? And if we have that, those thoughts, and those words and those desires flowing as energy as I create 
the words in my journal and as I speak them, then with full congruency, which I just mentioned is what I'm also bringing into 2023, with full congruency, I'm going to align my actions with those words. So hold me to that journaling every single day. And last but not least, that do-it-myself attitude, we are leaving in the past and we are becoming more interdependent. We are relying on each other. We are relying on each other. We're not relying on somebody to take care of me. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. That's what we have, right? We can get more from life by helping each other. That's the point of life, right? That's the point of all of us together here, right? We all have our own purpose for sure. Having each other, super helpful and super important. Those are my 2023 intentions for the year. My goals are different, but those are my intentions. That's how I'm going to bring myself to my goals. And so that being said, and so that being said, we are at the end of this episode. So I hope that you can take something away from this. Biggest thing is law of specificity and be do have. That was the whole episode. We have to start acting as the person, but we can't just act as the person who has those things. We have to be that person. We have to change from the inside out and resemble the person that we want to be so closely right now on this day. That way it's going to become us in the future. We have to start being that person now. Law of specificity. Get as close to that person right now as you can be. Become that person right now as much as you can be. Thank you so much for tuning in to this third episode. It was a pleasure sharing my thoughts with you. And this is the last episode as a chance for you to enter my giveaway. It's all about making an impact and helping others. And you get to help me with that interdependence, right? So that being said, if you would like to, one, leave a rating and two, share this to your Instagram story, tag me in it. If you don't tag me in it, I cannot see that you shared it to your story. So tag me in it. My Instagram handle is at Jen Wall Fitness. That's Jen, J-E-N-N, Wall, W-A-L-L, Fitness on Instagram. And tag a friend for every friend that you tag. And for every time that you share, I will enter you in again for this giveaway. One lucky person is getting a $50 Lululemon gift card. So tag me, leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on and share with a friend. I would love to hear your feedback. That being said, happy new year. I hope that you guys had a great day and a great start to your week. Let's go.